Hello, and welcome back to Enter the Asylum, a podcast where two brothers try and cover the lost secrets of the asylum. I'm your uh, your archaeologist host, Benjamin. I'm your host, John, and I'm just so fucking excited to talk about this movie. Oh yes. my god. <laughs> it has been so long since we had something I was genu- like really excited about. Fuck all those Lay Scott movies. Fuck that lame-ass, boring-ass Argentinian movie we had last <laughs> week. This That film was a is, treasure. How dare you? This... No, this was the treasure. This is this the was asylum. the Da Vinci treasure, if you will. This is the asylum I know and love. This was the return to form. I am so psyched to talk about this movie. Yeah, this film is a blatant ripoff of National Treasure. With this like weird Christian background like thing to it. it doesn't make any sense. You know, basically, it, it's very simple. It's very <laughs> simple. I can I can explain the thought process behind this. Hey, Da Vinci Code's coming out. What Da Vinci Let, Code? What's that? Let's I think do, you mean National Treasure, John. Let's do let's do a movie that's a ripoff of National Treasure, but let's time it for the release of the Da Vinci Code. Now, you could you if you wanted to do a ripoff of the Da Vinci Code, you could have just oh I don't know read the book that the movie <laughs> is based off of. But that, that's is, far too much. Effort, but this John. is the asylum. Those fuckers don't read. Those fuckers have never read a book film, in their John. life. So of course, what they did instead was they decided to rip off National Treasure and just make it vaguely Da Vinci themed. Mm, it's so oh so vague. Oh my god. So yeah, yeah there's this... three writers for this film. So yeah, you don't need to know anything about the Da Vinci Code for this movie, but it helps if you know National Treasure. Yeah, which we both know quite well, I think. And frankly, I think it's a better movie than Da Vinci Code. I'm going to I'm going to yeah. go out and I'll, I'm not really it much of a it, limb. Hey, it doesn't take much. I'll be honest, it's better than Da Vinci Code. Yeah, it's Just not a saying. very good movie. Uh, so let's get into this film then. Oh my god. This movie begins with a stock video of London. Oh. <laughs> And there's uh, there's no credits. Wait, 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 film, wait, wait, wait. You noticed the thing in the stock footage of London, right? Uh, it's stock footage. I wow. missed it. Okay, so the first shot is a shot of like Tower Bridge, and the little mm. crayon shows up at the bottom. It says London, England, and then the second shot is this weird sculpture that's in the middle, like a roundabout in the middle of the city. Doesn't really look a lot like London. And then the third shot is just like it's stock footage of just like street traffic but it's reversed oh yes yes all right i was gonna get in this in this film later on Gee, there's a, a big the big london chase scene the entire scene's reversed there's a bus in the middle of the shot <laughs> dead center in the middle of the shot the sign with the number and the destination on top of the bus is backwards and there's this weird shot where some we see a car crashing our car and it leads into a transition no, no, but no, 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 no. We need to stay on the backwards bus. <laughs> well, we we get to see we see so much we, more backward bus later on too. Oh, though. Boy, boy, God! But this, but this—it's <laughs> so obvious. It's right there in the middle of the shot, and you know what it is? It's a shot. It's stock footage of Milan, Italy. Mm. They use, but in Italy, they oh, drive yeah. on the right side of the road. So, yeah. in order to play it off as London. They reversed it, so that all the cars are driving. What's funny too is this film has a heavy role. They go to they go to Italy multiple times in this film too. How lazy do you have to be? <laughs> you have access to stock footage, okay? They had access to stock footage of aerial shots of London. They had yeah. access to footage of street traffic in Milan. 
they couldn't be bothered to find some stock footage of street traffic in London. Of London, not. the most photographed city in the world. The the traffic scene was probably a last minute addition made by someone. And no, and, just and shoving and, it in there to pad time out. And no one looked at that shot of the bus right in the middle of the shot with the with the reverse <laughs> head and thought, yeah, that looks fine. But yeah, so oh. some a car, car this someone crashes the car. Five seconds into the movie, I'm already <laughs> losing my shit over. This. <laughs> So someone crashes their car and it trans for no reason it transitions into whose car a- crashed. It doesn't matter. Someone guy's car crash. You know, we then transition to another scene. You don't actually even see a car crash. You just see it's like first person perspective from like behind the wheel of a car. It's all sped effect. up, and then you just hear a car crash. You don't see anything, and then just jump cut to um, the real's worst bandits. Yeah. Well, it's a camera video of the decor to residence. It's a dash cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see some very ballsy people breaking in. They oh, right. Cam- oh, behind. yeah. It's it's like security camera footage. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but not really. But. These like these the two criminals are slowly like walking behind the guards or just have like they're just having like a smoke break basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they start talking to each other and they, they never once look behind themselves. And and while the bandits are picking a rusty lock of this mansion that has a high tech security alarm system, they're picking. Oh, they have a close up of it. It's a rusty old lock. It makes no sense. <laughs> It's an old house with ancient secrets. And a, and a high-tech security alarm system and fucking armed guards. And they have a rusty old lock that you have to pick. Like you do. Like you do in London, in Maryland, uh, London. <laughs> so they break in and we get this sort of like spy info pick on the alarm goes character, off. Michael Archer. The alarm goes off. They have to turn off the alarm. So already they failed. But somehow mm. the guards don't notice. Yeah, we did get school. So Michael Archer, as we read from the spy log that is shown on the screen, is it's it's the cry, yeah, it's, it's it's a it's freeze frame text. Michael Ar- uh, uh, Archer, forensic anthropologist, height five eleven, eye color, hair color, like stuff you see under driver's license. American, I think that was he's it. one cool dude. Uh, as someone, exploring the house. I feel like he's not 5'11". I feel like he's shorter than that. <laughs> I say that as someone who is 5'11", and I don't want anything... I don't want to ha- share any similarity with this man, <laughs> so I'm going to yeah, say he's taller. shorter than that. But uh, so they come across, while exploring the house, Da Vinci's optics. Which are... Like, yeah, they're like these old-fashioned, weird-looking glasses, goggle-looking things that are in a... under a glass tube or something yeah, yeah just Dog a little glass little, tube yeah a little little glass like fishbowl looking thing uh michael's long enough another criminal named Hatbro, which he doesn't have a name but he's Hatbro to me yeah who um cares? Yeah, yeah and he's like yeah man she got those off op- those glasses dude and he's like but we're really here for books uh, says michael uh and then oh, Hapro doesn't while know what Italian the, while looks glasses, like. He goes, while looking at the glasses, he goes, look at the intricacies of the metal rook. And we get like a couple of jump cuts that don't actually zoom in on the thing. So I can't <laughs> see it, but I'll take his word for it, I guess. And Hapro doesn't know what Italian looks like, which makes him like probably the shittiest burglar for this job. <laughs> uh, Michael has to then go, go around and search the book, finds the right book. Which uncovers a hidden passageway. He like, yeah, just yanks the bookshelf off the case, and the case rolls over. No, but seriously though, why do you hire a guy who doesn't speak Italian when you're trying to find an Italian book? Because they're not in Italy. 
<laughs> but you're on the hunt for an, an Italian-based <laughs> if treasure. We're gonna get, we, we're, if we're going to get into questions of, like, why don't these guys know the things they're supposed to know, we have a <laughs> lot to cover. We have a lot. All right. Oh, my God. So, after, yeah, the, after they find the hidden passageway, um, they go to the hidden room. He finds a safe. Wait, wait, wait. But before that, there's the lasers that he sprays the aerosol uh, yeah, yeah. over. You think and... that activated? Uh, no, I, I, I think it, the way it always works in movies is you, spare, is you spray some kind of aerosol and it reveals the like the hidden lasers that will trigger the alarm if you step through them. But my favorite thing about that was like, he goes like, wait, he pulls it out, he sprays it. There's one that's like shoulder height and there's one that's about waist height. And so Michael Archer goes like, okay. And then he like hops up to jump over the lower <laughs> laser but he just kind of like bumbles through it's like a quick shot and i'm like there's no like he absolutely just triggered the alarm there there's no way he actually slipped through the lasers well to be fair uh one of the guards is making a sandwich at this point in time so uh even the alarm would go off he'd probably be too occupied eating that sandwich no uh, so anyway, so they, we get to the safe. Yeah, they find some ancient Da Vinci sketches. While he's like listen, while he's like listening in on the safe, he like opens up a little slip of paper, and then it jump cut zooms into the paper, and there's nothing on the paper. So cool. Um, <laughs> then Hapro acts as a Michael. The document says anything about the treasure, and while he's doing that, he proceeds to take out his knife, which is like a little early, dude. He hasn't actually like answered your question or not. And Michael Archer, it's like he's looking at the thing with a mirror, so he sees the knife like being raised behind his shoulder. Uh, they fight poorly. Yeah. Quotation marks. They fight. It's very bad. They're Classic they're like asylum. they're they're like kind of like kind of shoving each other and rolling over each other upstairs and downstairs. There's a guard who's just in the kitchen. And he, he he opens up a rusty ass old fridge, which you know, like you'd see in a rich person's mansion. And he pulls out, and inside this fridge, there's exactly one loaf of bread and one apple. And he takes he makes, out the loaf of bread, and he takes the apple. What an apple sandwich! Exactly, it's the he only makes an apple thing sandwich. in this. They're the only two <laughs> objects in this rusty ass old fridge. Someone apparently lives here too, which is absurd. <laughs> So, uh, Hapro then stabbed himself like an idiot. How did that happen? Complete shithead. How did that happen? He just stabbed himself because he's playing a knife around dumbly. It's the, it's, it's like, it's like Michael Archer sort of like pushed him a little bit and then like, and then just kind of shoved him. And then somehow like the way he was holding a knife wound up impaled in the guy. Like, and he's like, I'm sorry, but Dr. COVID made me do this. He was going to pay me so much money. No, and Michael's been uh, backstabbed. Uh, unfortunately, and then did the stabbed. Uh, so Michael then flees to the roof. He, uh, he, all the guards he, have been He forgets, to so he doesn't grab the Da Vinci uh, optics, the glasses on the way out. Even though he like he stops and he hesitates, and I was like, "You better grab those fucking glasses, dude." And he doesn't. So I'm like, "Ah, oh, fuck, we're gonna have to come the back best, for those." The best thing too. So he's on the roof. Guard chasing him, and then he jumps onto a tree, and the guard just sort of watches would, him climb would, down this tree. The guard is shooting <laughs> at him like with a machine gun. 
<laughs> and I'm sure this isn't like, you know, arousing suspicion in the neighborhood. They aren't calling the cops or anything. No, he, 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 it's hilarious. Him trying to like climb down that tree is the best thing out there. Oh, he just okay. like falls into like one limb and then like hangs on and then falls <laughs> into the other limb and then hangs on and then clump onto the ground. It was very obviously the actual actor doing it. And not like a <laughs> this guy does his own stunts. Exactly. I climb my own tree. So then he runs into a car, uh, his car presumably, yeah, and we see this most this shitty, shitty moon reflection that that literally pops into existence <laughs> when uh, he gets inside the car, and it sort of reflects under the car and scrolls down and then disappears. Mm. It's just like it's it's perfect asylum sort of CGI. The special effects. effects are just mwah mwah mwah. mwah. Uh, he then starts to read the documents in the car instead of leaving. Yeah, he doesn't uh, drive away <laughs> from the place he just broke into. Presumably, <laughs> the, the cops are chasing him. The, so, a random girl named Samantha the guard, West. Someone. A random girl named Samantha West just then waltzes into the car and with a gun. gun to his head, yeah. And they Freeze frame know each on other. her, Samantha West, anthropologist. Which you know I'll, each other, I'll, yeah. I'll, tu- I'll touch on, on that later, but anyway. <laughs> they have a quick little scuffle, and then uh, Michael then runs out of the car. Uh, and then he, was, he then runs into an ambush, but he could see this from like a mile away, because it's literally oh. a bunch of cars in a circle, and he runs straight into the circle. Yes. Um, And then he's met face-to-face with Dr. John Coven. Oh, Dr. I didn't know you were in this film, John. Once again, what belonged to you is now mine. Yeah, so this guy's kind of famous, isn't he? The actor here. Um, I, I actually, I, I, don't, I didn't look it up. Who he did look kind uh, of Lance familiar, Herxon. but I don't. Henriksen, oh. Lance Henriksen. Oh, I can look it up for you, Ooh, boy. Yeah, don't worry about it. I don't, I don't care that much. <laughs> he was, he, uh, he was in stuff. And stuff. I feel he looks matter. like someone who was in a, like mafia movies. Oh, he like was in a... Aliens. Oh, he was a oh okay. He was the android bishop. Yeah. Oh my. He was bishop. Yeah. Holy fuck! This poor guy. He's he's probably. Oh my god. He was probably just doing this for the paycheck. Mm. Oh, that's totally possible. Okay, I recognize this guy. Yeah, I know. I know this guy now. Oh, that's sad. He's originally gonna be the Terminator. Looks like he's not even like good that's in this movie. Not super, no. He's very uh, it, well. It's it's very uh, forced and almost if he didn't care about it. Um. Well, I mean that goes without saying. But like, <laughs> even someone who doesn't really care can sort of like look like more competent than the other people on screen. And this guy, I mean, you, yeah. Oh, I just feel bad. Mm. Well, then Samantha comes in and kicks uh, Michael in the balls. They're like exes, uh, I think, or something. So she's like getting it out on him. I don't know. They never explained the relationship prior. Uh, they're just vaguely exes. Uh, you, you don't really uh, and then Dr. John Coven uh, starts rolling the papers into a ball. The ancient documents, they're uh, fi- over 500 years old. He rolls them to a little ball and shoves them in his bag. Not, not, not to a ball, into a, like, like just rolls them up like you would like a newspaper. No, he doesn't roll them up. He ro- he just crunches them up into a ball. Oh, oh you right, them he does. In his bag. Oh my god. Well, we we have <laughs> there's a lot of abuse of ancient artifacts that that we have to get to. And not like all, any good uh treasure hunt film. Ugh. 
And then, so then Dr. Coven notices how he has a Da Vinci tattoo on his arm. He's like, don't you know Da Vinci was a homosexual? He liked little boys. An asylum? Could you fuck off? Could you stop at asylum with this with this, this storyline nope, dialogue just garbage? Just had to get that in. I just had to get that in. I will say, one thing I did appreciate about this scene, I did love watching Michael Arch, the, the main character, the protagonist, sort of ostensibly the protagonist movie, getting the shit beat, beat <laughs> It happens out of so him. often in this film. This it happens constantly. Guy, this guy is a douchebag. Again, the hero of the movie, the protagonist, he is a douchebag. He's a whiny prick. He's a little bitch. And he gets the shit kicked out of him yeah. all the time. And it fucking rules. Every all... time. I'm just like, yeah, fuck this guy. Yeah, they all end up leaving after taking the thing from him. And he just sort of lies on the ground in fetal position. Uh-huh. Uh, super sad. Uh-huh. And then a girl named uh, Julia uh, Pednia. I've I don't yeah, know. It's Julia. Uh, she shows up. Did did the and, thing uh, did the little text when she showed up? Did it say she was Italian? Yeah, I think so. Okay, that I'm makes glad... sense, right? Because she knows Italian like it's a dead language or something. But she's British, or rather, she sounds British. She's. I mean, that's not too crazy, I guess, as a concept. No, no. She's she, is she Italian or is she British? She was she was from Italy, but then moved to Britain. Okay, so Maybe. that's why. So that's why. Like, she, that's like they tell us or whatever. So that's why she says like bloody hell, like once in a while, like because no, I was really confused they said, by that. I was like, us, wait, please. is she really Italian hot. or is she British? Just do just do this ac- accent. We your like explanation it. actually <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Actually, it's like it's like she was born in Italy but raised in England. That actually makes a lot of sense. The movie doesn't lay this out. I no, should be clear. Not. So uh, then drives him home, and then and we get a, and she's another archaeologist. Oh, and John Coven also is like his the, when the little cryon shows up. It says archaeologist. I don't know how many archaeologists and anthropologists are like this loaded to have this much money, <laughs> but sure. Yeah, this uh, that's a pretty common trope in all of these sort of treasure hunt films, though. Well, I mean, I don't. The I villains always like... have the villains always have infinite money. But the heroes don't. No, they never do. It's always the villains. They always but have the in infinite this movie, money. And they always does. try to find an infinite amount of treasure. But in this movie, he does. In this Somehow. movie, th- this guy and and this what was her name again? His girlfriend, the Italian British lady, Julia. Like they're loaded, or I guess they seem to be loaded. But it's like it's like, their parents' money. When I watch Indiana Jones, well, yeah, I, I, they, they, they might be trust fund babies. But when I watch, like, Indiana Jones, I don't get the sense that, like, they, he's rich. He like, Indiana right, Jones though. doesn't have a plane. He can fly a plane, <laughs> but he doesn't have a plane. So Julia uh, drives him home. And then, holy shit, someone's talking in a sign credit sequence. Credits! 16 talking. minutes in. Credits. And someone's talking, John. There is this oh is my this God. movie. This movie has a 16 minute cold open. <laughs> I'm so proud of the asylum for having someone something happen during a credit sequence. Oh my God. Oh yeah, that's right. It like there was actually people. Someone the, yeah, the Michael Archer talking. is talking and but he's saying nothing really. He's, he's just like, oh, like, well, I'm a treasure hunter. We gotta find there's, the treasure. There's there's a treasure that was host, that was held by some like Italian family. There's this great treasure, and it's been my life's goal to find this treasure. And that's it. That's pretty much the extent of it. So uh, then we cut to uh, uh, stock video Parma, Italy. It, I I I feel like it was a photograph. <laughs> I think it was some moving objects. 
I did not see be, any. You could be right. I did not see any moving objects. I just saw a photograph of a house and a field of olive trees. That's all I saw. Uh, they're in the house now. Uh, in the house, to, he was able to steal a single. They're page inside of this the house, which is so clearly in like an American house. This doesn't look anything like any Italian. Hey, house. hey! Welcome to uh, Asylum Decors, the podcast. Where we talk about lovely interior. Can we talk about the, the decor of this house? Can we talk about <laughs> how there's a, a above there's a map of the world and a, like on one wall in like in their living room behind like where Julia's sitting on the laptop and above this map of the world there's just a red sign with yellow cur- cursive text that just says restaurant. <laughs> I mean, props to the prop guy for that, you know, just <laughs> restaurant. What? It's a lovely house, uh, perfect for any asylum encounter. I hope oh. we see it again. Uh, so Mike I was really, able to steal I really, page. I really do want to give the prop guy a handshake on that oh, one, for sure. just to be like, you know, because that sign is pretty prominently placed. Like they, they like all they had to do was tilt the camera down like a, an inch, and it would have cut off the sign. But nope, it's there. Restaurant. <laughs> so with the single page he stole uh, before it got taken away uh, oh, of the da vinci papers that yeah julia is able to read it because italian is a dead language and she's the only one who can read italian italian it's a dead language italian's a dead language it why else would you not know it trying to hunt a italian based treasure <laughs> michael <laughs> Italian's a dead language uh, so it's about oh. jesus and the shroud of turin which is an old oh my god oh my god so he hears about the shroud of turin michael archer he hears about this and and he goes he goes where where is the shroud of turin kept now and he googles (laughs) it and he's like ah it's in this this chapel in turin Beautiful. Oh, perfect! Oh, work, you mean the work shroud with the of shroud of Turin we located in the Turin. shroud of Turin is in Turin. Oh my God! No shit, and the Sherlock. best part, the best thing about it. Oh see, what's to steal the shroud? Of course, it's so. Th- it's isn't this guy clue. supposed to be an expert on this stuff? He doesn't know anything. He just stumbles upon <laughs> it'd clues. It'd be like it'd be like it'd be like if a national treasure, Nicholas's Cage character was like. Uh, was like like what's an American? The clue, the clue on the back of the Declaration of Independence is, is saying that we have to go to the Liberty Bell. Where do they keep the Liberty Bell now? <laughs> but he doesn't have to say that because he knows because he's a fucking expert in American Where's Mount history. Rushmore? Of course he knows. You know where Mount Rushmore is, guys? What's a president anyway? Where they? Oh my God! Where's the <laughs> Shroud of Turin? <laughs> I don't know. So, the good news is Julia's godfather is the one who takes care of the shroud. Oh my god! Uh, so they go meet Julia's godfather, and he wants nothing and, to do with it. Yeah, it, yeah. Now we're at, well, of course now we're in Italy. We're in Turin. Uh, yeah. Where shockingly the shroud of Turin is located. <laughs> in a in a tiny little basement. Oh God! I forgot. Oh my God! But first, okay. before we get there, uh, Juliet tries to talk to uh her godfather alone and presumably he, he they like he gives her time to steal it or something oh just a look at it uh, so he's sneaking in the basement of the church and it's literally this tiny little room oh God, concrete wait, no, room but before that i want to mention something so while he's 
Also, this church is like... Hello, and welcome back to Asylum Decor, a podcast where we discuss asylum it's so interiors. so obviously just like a generic American church. There's nothing grand about it. It's just drywall with like some altars and like it's just it's just a regular church. Have you seen a church in Italy? They are fucking immaculate. You walk yeah. into that and they have like stone even even just like the most basic churches have this like just stone rook for days they have like insanely immaculate altars and given that this is supposed to be the chapel where the shroud of turin is located you would think there'd be a lot of tourists you think it'd be this grand chapel no it's just a fucking church that's obviously in the u.s but then the other thing i mentioned was when Michael Archer steps out of the room so that Julia can talk to her godfather alone, he like pulls the the, the scrap, the Da Vinci paper scrap, out of his jacket, and he unfolds. <laughs> they do not it. care about these artifacts at all. He unfolds it. Okay. Oh. Okay. So, in National Treasure, it Nicholas Cage is a treasure hunter, but. The movie takes pains to establish that he's not just a treasure hunter. He's a historian, and he's a patriot, and he cares deeply about the historical significance of the object. Remember when they get the Declaration of Independence and they start setting it on fire to find the next clue? They, they, but, but like, even there, even where, like, they're, like, dropping the lemon juice in the Declaration of Independence and used to find the invisible ink and all of that stuff and applying, like, Remember when they, they cut in half for fun? They, 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 like, they take such... they rolled such, it up into a ball and threw it in the fireplace? They take such care. They, like, they wear gloves and, like, everything and stuff and, like, and, and it's... Remember like, when they use it as a coaster? And, and the aim, the ultimate aim of finding the treasure in national treasure uh is to like share like the knowledge the historical knowledge of like you know like that treasure it's this like you know amazing find and he cares about it for the history and this is contrasted with the bad guys in that movie who are only in it for their personal gain for money so the bad guys are the ones who like don't really care about you know the the artifacts or the historical significance or for that matter human lives so that's the contrast that's drawn between the good guys and the bad guys in this movie, this guy shoves the fucking Da Vinci, like a 600-year-old scrap of paper that was created by Da Vinci into his jacket pocket like it's a fucking handkerchief. It might as well be for Michael. Oh. Again, he will use as a, he will use that thing as a coaster later in the story, I'm sure. There's no substantial difference between the good guy in this movie and the bad guys. And when they go down to the Shroud of Turin, which... Like you were saying, it's just kept in this glass case in the basement because it turns out the the shroud of Turin that the tourists get to see is a fake. Yes, and they keep the real one in this dingy ass waterlogged basement with a cellar with like a window that's letting sunlight in, which is not good for historic no. artifacts, by the way. And he and and she's like. And he's like opening up the case, and and Julia's like like oh like be careful, and he's just like yeah yeah be careful be careful. No, this is not something to be glib about. It's the fucking shroud of Turin. It's a it's a bit it's like a significant artifact icon. Symbol. Even if you don't believe it's like a holy sacred artifact, it's at still least super all and people care about it. it. Yeah, at least just a fucking respect. Uh yeah, so they find it. 
and they take a bunch of pictures of it uh, before taking it themselves. And then Ju- Julia remarks her godfather would be really upset with her. Well, they don't take as, it yet. Well, as he's getting shot with bullets, uh, the bad guys Julia's breaking like, upstairs. I hope he's not mad at me. How did the bad guys find them? Uh, they followed up. Well, that's a common like trend in this film. They're consistently on their tails at all times. It, it is. It is. They keep showing up. But seriously, how do they know? You know, like what? a national totally treasure, bet... it's laid out very clearly why the bad guys know. I bet that Covert just has a GPS marker on Michael, and he never finds out. I, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it's the only thing that makes sense at this point. I think it really is. But yeah, Samantha shows up and kills her godfather. Yeah. Uh, and so they flee after hearing the bullets, and they take the they shroud. Just, he just grabs a shroud of Turin and shoves, shoves it, in his, it into yeah, his backpack. Yeah. Just grabs into a little ball. Just like a roll of toilet paper. This God damn it. Uh, they're running around, then they get caught at a dead end. Oh, Not wait, cornered. wait. While they're running, they're running through the streets of Turin. Mm-hmm. It's Turin. obviously like, I think it's downtown You see the San same Diego. building multiple times, too. You see the same it. shop, the same <laughs> shop, the same convenience store. They run past it three times. <laughs> Well, like, you know, it cuts to, like, them well, in a car. That's, that's a with the, big with, like, store brand in, in they're, what, they're, like, running on foot, and, like, it's the like bad Starbucks guys are in there. a van, an unmarked van, chasing them and somehow not catching up with them. And there's the one guy in the front seat who has, like, his gun out and is, like, like shooting like, you know, wildly clocking, at the crowd. Clock, yeah, yeah, just clocking it and just shooting. <laughs> and they're in... <laughs> oh, my God. So they get caught in a dead end. Samantha's corners them and demands the shroud. And then Julia's all like, no, don't do it. But then Michael does, in fact, have a gun to his head at that point in time. So what, I'm not sure what Julia wants in the situation. This is, it's the exact No, die, and then they'll take the shroud anyway. And then and then when they leave, she's like, how could you? And, and he's like, what, you want me to take a bullet? <laughs> and then like, die? This is and the then... exact opposite of how it's supposed to work in a movie. In a movie, like, you know, when the bad guys say, give me the thing or I kill you the other person is supposed to go like just do it it's not worth your life and the good guy has to be like okay like sacrifice you know mm. like you know for it and stuff here it was reversed it was like don't hand it over like you're not in a position to negotiate you're not here. the one so, getting course, shot and so of course Julia. it leads to him like her being disappointed and him being like I mean, a whiny bitch about it, just being like, "Wait, you want me to take a bullet for it?" I mean, but he's not <laughs> he's wrong. Like to, he's also yeah. not wrong, but it's also, but he's also a whiny bitch about it too. So. And man, everyone wants to fuck Mike. Samantha's all like, "We should get together again. You're gonna, you're gonna lead him to the treasure anyway, Michael." He's a fucking loser. He's such a loser. Who gets the shit beat out of him every five minutes? What do you see in this guy? It's 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 the film director, John. But. I th- mm. I mean, yes, hmm? but hmm? you're you're not wrong. Uh, so now they're back at uh, Michael's house or Julia's house. They never imply who's. I, th- I assume the, it's Julia, though. The Italian house with the restaurant sign on the wall. Indeed. Uh, and <laughs> we're in a printer sound. And Michael's like, he doesn't know how to use a printer. And he's like, thank you, Julia. Uh, I wouldn't have done this without you using the printer and all that. Of course you would have. I'm, I'm yeah. Can you imagine if it was just Michael at this whole point in time who would have given up at the printer part? He wouldn't have been able to figure out where the Shroud of Turin is because apparently he doesn't know it's a fucking Turin! <laughs> I give up. This printer is making too much noise. I'm done here. 
he would have like he would like throw it out, start wailing on it with a baseball bat, like in office space. So they start setting the pictures of the shroud because they they were, they were able to take pictures of the shroud before they had to give it away. Oh God! And she says something really weird here. She's like, like "We're messing with God. We should go to the authorities and she, she, she's, she, he's like laying out the pictures on the table, and she's like, "This is wrong. Like, this is the son of God. We're messing with no. God. We should go to go to the authorities no, now. No, no, it's a bunch of pictures. It's a bunch of like, pictures. <laughs> that line only works if you're actually handling the shroud of Turin. And she's just like, "That's sacred. You shouldn't mess with that." Which, frankly, she should have said at the you know, when they were actually holding the Shroud of Turin, but whatever. But, like, she's looking at pictures, and she's like, this is the Son of God. Like, like treating the pictures as if they're a sacred object. Hey, pictures worth a thousand words. Or no. one shroud. Uh, I love that you've gone to the authorities about this. I anyway. love also that it turns out that the pictures are just as good as the actual thing. Oh, yeah, of course. Which is weird, considering the the goal, like, the significance of them. Whatever. It was like, well, what was How the point of, what was the point then of having the shroud of, well, okay, actually, it comes back at the end, but we'll get to that. I, I'm still not sure, because they did, st- they did still technically steal the shrouds. Going to the authorities is a dumb idea. Mm. But, uh, so they need Da Vinci's, uh, glasses to find out how to actually, like, read it. So this is where they're stealing the bit from National Treasure, where they need to get the spectacles, Benjamin Franklin's spectacles, to da read Vinci's the special thing. Correction. to read the thing on the Declaration of Independence because that's what happens in National Treasure. They have to, they get the Declaration of Independence but they need the special glasses in order to Remember National Treasure? So here, it's the Da Vinci glasses, which Da Vinci (laughs) didn't have glasses. Benjamin Franklin had glasses, so it made sense in that movie but it doesn't make sense in this fucking movie. Do you remember when in the National Treasure when they tried, they had to uh, find out the clue by taking pictures of the Declaration of Independence. Of Declaration of Independence. <laughs> and then looking at them through glasses of Da Vinci's. No, they didn't even take pictures of the Shroud of Turin. They scanned them from existing pictures on the internet. So literally, <laughs> they didn't even have to go to Turin to steal the Shroud of Turin. They could have just downloaded pictures from the internet because apparently that would have been just as good. Yeah, so they need Da Vinci's glasses so they can so Sam can reuse locations again. Oh. Uh, he contacts the homeowner whose name is Paul, who didn't ever knew, even knew he was burglared in the first place. Yeah, he didn't even know. Oh, I guess he did, because then Paul backstabs him by contacting uh, Coven. Yeah, the doctor guy. So they they finally go back there. Uh, Julius waits in the car as so, Michael goes to wait. Find no, no, no. Julia, I we need to mention Julia and uh, Michael Archer get into a plane their own private plane like prop plane and they fly to london mm. they have a plane yep they have a fucking plane yeah like you where do. do these people get the money to have a plane <laughs> dress fun babies don't worry about it jesus christ so julia waits in the car while michael goes and gets picks up the glasses uh yeah. but finds a dead guard in the house and the glass is gone and also some screams of paul getting the shit being out of him it's by Coven. Uh, by Cover. I think it's Cover, isn't it? No, I think it's Co- Coven? Coven. Cover? Coven. Coven? Coven? Whatever. Coven. We've already forgot the name. It doesn't oh, matter. Oh, no. <laughs> it's Evil uh, Doctor Guy. Uh, uh, Android Bishop, we'll call him. Mm, it's Bishop. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so, and then Julia gets out of the car and stumbles upon the glasses in a random, completely random While car. While just walking down the sidewalk. <laughs> oh, look, there they are, just right there in the sitting front seat. In the, sitting in the front seat and then runs off with them. 
Uh, Michael then tells Dr. Cover, Coven, Bishop Man, uh, that's like, he doesn't know how to use them himself. And you're just a criminal. And Coven is like, you're just a hypocrite because you're also a criminal. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. They are the same. These these guys are the same. They're presumably also just both doing it for the money, presumably. The, the movie has given me no evidence to suggest that, that these two are at all different. He tries to shoot him, of course. and he, he, he uh, Michael runs away and gets into his car. He runs away and he gets shot at like 80 fucking times. Yeah, they're stormtroopers. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so a cute chase scene. Uh, they're driving yeah, yeah. around. They, oh, they, so, they're driving like five miles an hour. So here's the quotation marks London scene where oh it's, just my. Street, it's just it's a California street reversed. Wait, wait, okay, and and they got like it's a California street that's reversed, and they got like they got some cars that have what like England looking plates on them, like they're not like American plates; they look like European like plates They're still on backwards, the back of the though. car and they do like some of the worst stunt driving i've ever seen in any movie the asylum you know they 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 need some more work with their stunt drivers i'm just gonna say i would be surprised if they stole that <laughs> footage from another movie honestly like because you know like it looked like it looked like the it looked like the b footage of a stunt driving scene where it's like, uh, this is too far away. This is like, you don't really get a, a sense of like the speed and like, you know, like where the cars are like turning really fast. You're not really getting like a sense of the speed and whatnot. It's like, it's not quite framed. Like it's, it's just not quite clicking, you know, like you have the A footage, you have the B footage. Cause you have like for a stunt sequence, you have like a lot of cameras from lots of different angles. This looks like the B footage from a stunt sequence. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Asylum just stole someone else's B footage. Basically. Speaking of stealing, they steal a double decker bus. They steal a <laughs> That's double decker bus, which no doesn't touched. even look like a London bus. They somehow bus. got the keys to it. It's an open-top tourist bus that's painted a shade of red that isn't even the same red as an actual <laughs> London bus. How fucking hard is this? And then they fight in and on the double-decker bus. They have a chase on a bus. It's a great I, fight scene on the roof of the bus. They stole a bus. They got out of a car, and they stole a bus because you know what's faster than a car is a <laughs> it's a double bus. decker bus obviously john i have my notes in like all caps here a fucking bus bad guy gets run over uh after he gets kicked off the double decker bus he doesn't even get run over he's like he he and michael archer are having a fight on the top deck of the bus and which i mean just means they're kind of like throwing punches at each other which don't actually land but they have the mm. little sound effect and then he Ram like pal. falls off and then and then julia is like is like driving the bus how does she know how to drive a bus also uh, well how does she know how to drive a plane okay fair enough um but like she's like she's like driving the bus and so it makes the squeal noise to imply like oh she's taking a tight turn and that's what's so like throwing them off balance except it doesn't rook because the bus is clearly only going like five miles an mm -hmm. hour and, but anyway so the bat so the 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 hench guy he like falls off the side he's like hanging on he falls off and then the car driven by the other henchman runs him over by which i mean it clearly passed him nice by one, about dude. five feet but uh, whatever so they, they, they they escape the airport and ditch the bus oh no idea how they've accomplished that at all 
What happened to the poor bus driver that they stole the bus from? It doesn't matter. They don't, they don't care. They do not care about anyone but themselves in this whole film. Oh, my fucking they God. They do some shit Nicholas to other Cage people. doesn't steal a bus in National Treasure. <laughs> they do steal Deckard's Independence, though. So Yeah, but they don't, but they don't, like, put someone's, like, livelihood at risk. They don't, like, they're not, like, you know, oh, my God. So, they finally get to the airport, and they head back home, presumably. I'm not really sure where they are now. To their their hangar in Italy or something? I don't know. Yeah, you know, their their hangar in Italy that they they totally have. That they can afford. (laughs) So, he looks at the shroud, the, the pictures of the shroud, presumably. With the glasses on. Yeah, he's like laid out the the pictures. They're like close up shots, so that like it's about like the same like size and length as the shroud, but it's just pictures on the ground. And this is funny too, because I was listening, was listening to this out loud, and it almost sounded like I was listening to porn of how he's reacting to this. Oh, he's god. like, oh my god, um, oh, oh wow, oh wait, oh wait, my god, wait, it's like oh Jesus. wait, <laughs> wait, I forgot. To Jesus Christ, very important very important about this main character this main the 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 guy the actor michael? the oh, actor, the, the actor playing guy. michael archer yeah he's a he was he was in a war of the worlds of course every single line that he delivers he's out of breath <laughs> all every, the retakes they did every single line he sounds like he's just run a marathon in every scene. What is wrong with him? Is he okay? I don't know. He's in pure bliss looking at this uh, shroud with the glasses on, though. He loves he, it. Oh, and the effects are amazing. Mwah, the CGI. So, <laughs> so the way it's presented is he's got the glasses on. So every time they, they cut to a shot of the shroud... and. Mind you, every, like, five seconds, there's, like, a weird jump cut. Like, you know how, like, in an Edgar Wright movie, how, like, like Hot Fuzz or Scott Pilgrim, the transitions are, like, really meaningful and a lot of thoughts put to them. Like, the transitions themselves serve to advance the story. Well, in this movie... Like a transition should? In, in this movie, there's transitions from one shot to the same shot. There's just pointless, just like, and but they have There's a little fun little zoom ins on things. But they have a like, little, little whoosh, but they have a little whoosh sound effect and a little flash of light to make you think that something exciting is happening. And this happens about every fifteen fucking seconds in this movie. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so the shroud, so the shot, of the shroud. You find a picture of Anubis and a snake on it. You just see, you just see, like the, the like in the background is like the 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 pictures of the shroud, and then there's just these like wavy, ripply like images, just just woo over the thing, and it keeps coming back to like him looking after the glasses, and then coming back to the image of the shroud, and it's a completely different image. It it's like it it makes it's it's baffling. Someone put that together and thought, yeah, no, this is good. Just, we need to get it out of there before the film comes out. Quick, hurry. This is no, this is good. This is good. This looks good. <laughs> Someone put Rook into creating these CGI effects. Mm. And they were like, yeah, this is good. But uh, so every image they find presumably relates to a different country. And they have to do so much exposition. And the funny, I love this scene here, you too. you can't even tell what you're looking at. Here's the best thing. So there's a picture of a line. He says, must be Africa. 
Where in Africa? Hmm? What? Where in Africa? Michael, where in Africa? There's a crown. Oh, like England. No, but right. Michael, Michael, where in Africa right. though, Michael? No, just Be Africa. Even more specific, Michael. No, just Africa. Don't worry about it. Uh, my favorite thing here too is uh, Dave Michael also. And then wrote shot, this and then yeah, and then there's too. something representing China, and there's something representing Egypt. So they just start drawing lines on a map to try and find the location. Right, right. They just start drawing random lines, presumably. So, 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 so I, 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 I kind of get how this works. The, it's bullshit. But like, <laughs> so one represents like China, one represents Africa, one represents like England, one represents <laughs> Egypt, one represents India, and so they draw lines between those various places and they get like a big X and the center point of the X is over Afghanistan. Now exactly how they draw a line from Africa to China to one specific point in China. Just, they the just funny knew. part is, is that they're actually wrong about this thing the entire time. Hmm. Cause so the, the center reveals itself to be Afghanistan. So they take a plane to Afghanistan. Wait, wait, wait. You remember the line, right? No. So she's like, so they say Afghanistan, and she's like, oh my god. Which is a good response, because right. Afghanistan is, like, in right. the middle of a, of a war. Like, oh. But she's, well, not that, she's not that complaining about that part. She's not that complaining, but then he goes, well, you finally get to wear that burqa. Oh, oh, Michael. Oh, Michael. What the fuck kind of line is that? Oh, Michael. And she's just like, uh Like, uh Like, it's just like, no, no, what the fuck is that? Is that like, is is that racist? I don't even it's know little, if that's racist. Know. It's hard to say. It feels racist. But um, so they're on the plane now, and Michael's looking at his drawings. And goddamn, Michael, your drawings suck ass. Do better drawings, Michael. They're terrible. They're really bad. You think if you'd be in a treasure hunter, you could draw a little better? You know, following Da Vinci or whatever. I don't uh, know. Oh. Oh, I got this in my notes. Okay, wait. So when the hangar they were in, that was at that airport in London, not Italy. And I notice, I remember this now because a sense they're, they're going to fly to Afghanistan in their little prop plane. Hmm. Um, Which probably takes forever. Whatever. I feel, fine, whatever. <laughs> but, but while they're flying over London, Michael Archer points out the window and goes... What's that? Boy, are, get... they, are they flying low too? And they, and and they, you get a piece of stock footage of Westminster and an aerial shot of the House of Parliament. It's Big Ben, at, and it's like they're on the Thames. They're, they're so low right they could over... probably crash into it. Too. They're flying right over Westminster, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure you can't do unless you're like pre-approved. But whatever, we'll 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 overlook that. They're rich, so I mean, who knows? Maybe. But, like, he points out at the fucking House of Parliament and goes, what's that? <laughs> and the answer Michael. that Julia gives is, that's Westminster Cathedral. Mm. No, it's not. No. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not Westminster Cathedral. Shit, guys, it's do you have any stock photo of that cathedral it's, thing? It's, nah, man. Westminster Cathedral thing. doesn't look anything like that. It's the House of Parliament. So then he starts looking at his shitty drawing of How uh, do a you spear. not know <laughs> what the House of Parliament looks like? And he's like, oh my god, the pictures are not related to... It's got Big Ben in front of it. Oh my god, the pictures are not related to countries. They're related to religion. We're not going to Afghanistan. 
Uh, we're going to We're going to find the Italy last again. the painting of the Last Supper. Because the spear represents Thomas, uh one of the one of Jesus's disciples. The final bites, I think they say or something like that, which is like, "Oh, the Last Supper." So they go to see the Last Supper. This guy doesn't know where the Shroud of Turin is and he doesn't know what the fucking Houses of Parliament look are. Holy shit. <laughs> so they walk into the location that Last Supper is and then this is something I actually did learn from this movie. I didn't realize the Last Supper was a mural in a chapel. Is I it? actually, had, actually, I, had, I wasn't. I, 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 I did, didn't check that, but I did check that, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't know that." I always thought it was a painting on canvas. Like I always mm, thought it was the Covenant of like, Santa Maria. Yeah, yeah. So no, it's it's. This is something I actually learned from this movie. So, kudos. I guess. I, I mean, uh, you know what? I, I, Thomas. I have, I have to give myself more credit, actually, the, mo- the more credit for that, frankly, but whatever. Mm. Uh, see, if you notice that Thomas is pointing at three letters, which we are, ourselves are never allowed to see. Because the way, these are, these are, they, they flash a bright light on the letters that they the way, do not remove. Say, for the chapel that holds the Last Supper, there sure, aren't quiet. Any tour- yeah. there sure aren't any no tourists in this. <laughs> be like it, it but it it's is like in movie, it's a green but it is like in movies something. where like the character gets to walk right up to like the mona lisa and it's like like you know there aren't like you know 800 people in front of you in line to see the mona lisa like yeah so michael wants to break into the painting room the room where the painting is. oh and there's a uh, shot of balboa park in san diego to make it look to make it look like look we're in italy and it's, <laughs> here's a park in san diego and Here's here's Babylon Park. Uh, <laughs> so uh, he breaks into the room uh, while Julia tries oh, to seduce my... the guard. To distract the guard, and he drills off a brick from the Last yeah. Supper. This guy does is not direct... care. Mm. So remember when <laughs> Nicholas Cage drilled a hole in the Declaration of Independence? Remember when he ripped in half and threw into the fireplace? Jesus, Jesus fuck. a coaster. So, the scene where Julia's trying to convince the guard, it doesn't make any sense, right? She's like, I left my camera in there. Can I get my camera? Uh, I, I, don't speak, see, I don't speak no. Italian. Right, I'm right, American. Here's the problem. Okay. So, apparently, because how they, they filmed this, it looks like he's stealing, the, he's stealing like the brick right behind their backs. So, saying I have to go get my camera, it seems like a terrible decision. Yeah, that, yeah if, he, if he said, oh, okay, come in. And then he turns around and sees the thing happen. Also, how how is he drilling into the wall and not making a shit ton of noise? I don't know. He's using lasers, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he's using, yeah, he's doing like, you know, a uh, a spy laser thing, I guess. He's drilling off a piece of the last yeah, supper. Yeah, like you do. He's destroying. Oh, my God. So then she's like, oh, boy, it's sure getting hot in here, right? And she's taking off her clothing, and the guard well, guards we'll are just, like, "Whoa, we'll just, whoa, we'll just, whoa!" We'll just her jacket. Well, to be fair, he that that guard is Italian, so I mean, <laughs> not this again. <laughs> yes, this again. <laughs> so Michael ex- accepts, and she's like, "Well, gotta go." And then it's the most saddest looking expression on this guard. He's like, "What? Come back, though." He's like, "Oh," like, and he's like, "Oh." What does he say? You just come he- back. I think. No, he doesn't say that. He says something. He's just like, what? Like, huh? 
I forget. He's, uh, he's all sad. He said. He, he said. He, he said something he that was so that was sad. kind of that was kind of sad and pathetic. And he just but but funny. Uh, so now, so after that, we're at the. Uh, we're back at Balboa the, Park. <laughs> we're at train station in Milan. We're Italy. in a train station, which is which is which is like it's just one of those covered walkways in Balboa Park without like the the. Um, the the columns where you walk in front of the museums like the shaded like you know uh, colonnades um and um and there's like a bunch of tourists wearing fucking american t-shirts that you could clearly read it doesn't look anything like a train station at all in fact i didn't even realize there's supposed to be a train station until michael came back well it's funny because so julia's looking at this guard who is sort of just patrolling the area and she sort of hides behind this brick wall super suspiciously he's just a security guard what's like, even funnier just... though he's, he's, just, he's not even on duty because then a random girl walks up and they hug and they leave yeah but so also it's like, he's what... just in an outfit but also what does she have to be afraid of yeah they're in a train station I mean, yeah. <laughs> not stealing anything. In fact, they're doing the opposite. They're buying stuff what the hell is the, secu- what is the, hell is the security guard at the train station going to know about them so then Michael comes out, and Julia's like, what the hell? Did you buy those with credit cards? And he's like, yep. But I also bought six other train tickets as well, because I have infinite money. I bought six train tickets with the credit card, and I bought the one where we're actually going with cash. So he can't get traced, except he does anyway. Right. <laughs> so now they're on the train to Afghanistan. Oh, and the, and, and Which, uh, I don't, is they trains to Afghanistan at that point From in time? Italy? <laughs> From fucking Italy? Is that a thing that exists? No! <laughs> Afghanistan's <laughs> at war right now. In 2006. Like, yeah. Oh my god. So, uh, so Michael and, uh, uh, what's your name? Julia, um, are on the train. They're so chilling in the car. Julia's like, I brought some food and it's like this loaf of bread. <laughs> And some it, is wine. Good bre- it is good looking bread, though. Oh, they don't say. touch it, though. They don't touch it, no. And well, it's very. I mean, it's it's not the best looking bread, but it's an okay looking bread, yeah. like loaf of bread, and it's, it's cut. To it's like a train food, right? It's it's not the worst prop I've seen from the asylum, but it's fine. I remember ostensibly it's Europe, I guess. I don't know because apparently they're taking a the train from Italy to Afghanistan, so I don't. I don't know. So yeah, Michael's sort of chilling in there, and Julia's sort of gone to sleep, and Michael then proceeds to finish how drinking a glass long, fucking, of wine, long, and then smashes. Long would that train ride be? That would be <laughs> very like, long, very, be very, like, very long. Like weeks, weeks. weeks. It takes, yeah, yeah. it takes, it takes like four days to get like across the U.S. on Amtrak to go from Italy to Afghanistan. <laughs> Even if there was a train route, which I highly doubt. Well, oh, fuck it. So yeah, Michael then breaks a wine glass randomly. And then uh, Julia wakes up and is like, what the hell, Michael? Are you drunk? And then uh, she's like, no, no, you don't understand. Give me your uh, earring. And she's like, what are you doing, Michael? Okay, here's you're, my earring. Oh, uh, you're drunk. And then, so then he pokes a hole through the um, the like, curtain, the curtain on the train, on in their in their compartment, and he's like, and he hold. No, see, Da Vinci might have like made the camera way before anyone else actually did. 
and he holds the glass up to the pinhole in the in the curtain and he creates a camera obscura which was mm. a nice little effect like that yeah, was that was sure. the only effect in in this whole movie that actually like rocked um, and it what was properly done is, actually like it was like it was it was reversed it was upside down it was like oh okay this is like actually how a camera obscura works. i don't Good think job. they actually filmed on a train though john i'll be honest but it looked okay it looked fine Although yeah. he didn't have to do this because I'm sure she fucking knows what a camera obscura is and how a camera obscura rocks, but whatever. But anyway, so he says, like, um, camera obscuras have been around for hundreds of years. So what if Da Vinci, like, just, like, you know, created a photographic image on the Shroud of Turin? Hmm. Like, that's his thing. It's like, oh, the Shroud of Turin the image on it is just a photograph and that's why it looks like three-dimensional is his argument i think i don't really know no it, it didn't really make any sense uh so <laughs> he then shows so a picture of you is a the the shroud has a picture of a da vinci on it when he proves it because he has a tattoo of da vinci on his like arm it's like look they're the same <laughs> i i don't even remember i forgot about this and that proves that Da Vinci made the shroud. None of the exposition in this movie makes any sense. Which, if you're doing a treasure hunt movie with puzzles, is kind of a problem. Mm-hmm. Yes. So then Michael finally heads. Michael and Gina, uh, Julia finally get back to Afghanistan. He meets up with a friend, and he's like, "Dude, what Julia's wearing right now is kind of insensitive." Uh, oh, it's oh no, it's it's fine, it's fine. No, I mean, okay, it is. It, I mean, no, no. But then the the what this friend's like, she can't be here. Okay, she has to leave. that's the part. That's the part. It's not what she's wearing. That's the problem. He he fought. So there's a so so this guy. So Michael Archer has an Afghanistan buddy who's just a ripoff of what's his name from the Indiana Jones movie. The guy with the um the um. The, the Middle Eastern guy who's like, oh, Indy! Um, this is like, this is like, this movie's version of that. But he, he sees Julia in the burqa and goes, Michael, we have to talk. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and they talk. And, and he goes, that white woman can't be here. Mm-hmm. Get that white woman out of here. Yep. And... So I guess, what is it like the bad guys, Coven's guys, have come to his village and threatened them? No, they shot. They... He, uh, Mike, Mike, uh, Michael's friend is like, people are dying and they're killing my men. They're killing my men. And Michael, Michael's all like, but I gotta, I gotta do something. And he takes his car. He takes his car. <laughs> and he's like, no, my American car. No, don't, take my don't American you take my car. American car. Don't you take my American <laughs> no, car. My... God damn it, Michael. God, that's but, the catchphrase. But, but, but I want to go back. But God damn it, Michael is, <laughs> the, is, is the catchphrase. Also, this is like, I feel like four or five times in this movie, he like is telling Julia, run, we got to go. We got to go when like nothing's happening. But I want to return to the, you need to get that white woman out of here fucking you're the white guy how about Mm. that yeah hey you're an obvious white american (laughs) you need to get the fuck out of here so they're driving on this american car julia then finds a gun this bright orange this bright orange gun it's driving down a road and i was just like god i hope he runs into an ied 
<laughs> it's more likely than you think. It's very likely. It, it, I was so sad it didn't happen. Uh, what's weird is that she's the GPS. He stole his car. He stole his car. He could have just hid in the village. Fuck, he could have anything. He stole his car. Uh, yeah, this he, Michael's fucking a huge asshole. asshole. Michael's a massive this asshole. Fucking asshole. He's not getting that car back either. No, of course he's not. So, something weird. So Juliet then uses the GPS to track like where they're supposed to go. But I'm not sure that makes a lot of sense. I guess they have their look like they. No, it makes sense if if you if you already know if you know the location because yeah I no mean, they, no no John the location is Afghanistan John okay yeah I know <laughs> we anywhere didn't get in the Afghanistan part where they, we did get to the part where they narrow it down beyond that but I assume at some point they did uh so a helicopter Afghanistan. Tries chasing them. how big could it be really <laughs> how how big could it be John how big could it be the country can't at be war that big at that point right. right? You know, it's it's very easy just to take a car and drive around willy nilly, <laughs> and just find the correct location. Luckily, it's a small country that's not at war right now. So helicopter starts chasing them. Uh, the helicopter starts shooting at them, and then Michael's like, "Shoot back at the helicopter!" This helicopter, which is obviously a little toy helicopter, it's very lovely. It's one of those ones you have like you see like like kids fly around like the the park with the little. The crazy credits control. mentions that actually. I yeah well we're gonna I'm gonna mention that well yeah. you can mention it too <laughs> if you want we both saw it too late I already mentioned it but uh so and then she's like shit I ran out oh, of bullets shooting at oh, the helicopter oh, 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 wait, he, she she finds the gun in the back seat and the helicopter starts chasing him and Michael Archer's like get the gun shoot back <laughs> she runs out bullets shooting the helicopter in the sky it's like what do you expect to happen. Uh, uh, for, Wait, uh, for, never mind. There's an assault uh, rifle also in the back. There's the assault rifle in the back. Uh, which blows up the helicopter. She, The helicopter explodes! <laughs> By shooting. Bing, bing, shooty, shooty. Helicopter blows up. And, and, and he's luckily, like, how, at the did, same time, how did you know how to do that? And she's like, I, I train, like, like I, I have, I'm trained with guns. And he goes, good job, kid. Well, no, she's like, I was at French, like, finishing school, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, it made no sense. And they both laugh. And he goes, good job, kid. What, what are you, Indiana Jones or something? Uh, kid? You know, like the you said, you girlfriend? The same. <laughs> so the helicopter blows up, presumably at the same time they uncover the tomb. Well, they so, they yeah, start they dr- digging around the dirt randomly. They drive ahead a little bit. They get to the location of the tomb. I was thinking, like, you better take those guns with you. Of course, they don't. No, why would you? Well, yeah, why would you? <laughs> Not like helicopters chasing them or anything. But they no, they literally just start digging around the dirt. <laughs> until they just they know find... exactly where it is. And they find something. And then they uncover the Yakshina key, and Mike gets Michael gets super pissy, and then throws there's, there's the brick little, on the ground. Wait, 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 wait. There's a little, there's a little like triangle shaped hole. And they're like, huh? and she Michael's goes, like, we came been, here for she, nothing. Wait, she says, she says, she says, I've been saying all along something's missing. When has she been saying that? She, I don't wasn't. remember her saying that. That was off camera. Oh. Michael's like, but we yeah, came here it, for nothing, and throws the the ancient brick on the ground. The ancient brick for the Last Supper, and it breaks. And oh, hey, the key's there. Hey, that's a relief. Oh boy, the Oof, brick. that's close. Oh, how lucky! Thanks, Thomas. 
That would be that would be kind of funny though if like they had come all that way and there's like oh we're the still movie ends the there because <laughs> like and then they had to go find the missing piece like that would have been like more realistic. Uh, so it fits, of course, and then the ground starts shaking and opening up a secret passageway. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Afghanistan, just sort of there, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, Osama bin Laden's inside. Oh wait, he wasn't. He wasn't in Afghanistan. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, so they, they so they start exploring it and they find oil leaking from the roof and the skelly man. And the minute I was like, "Oh, there's oil dripping down the walls," mm, I, was like, oh, I this, wonder how this, this movie is going to end. I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> and then uh, dumbass Michael steps on a trap and they're locked in. He like jumps back. God and damn it, Michael! Rock falls from the ceiling. This fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> luckily, Michael also then finds a comma lock that they somehow missed on their first trip through. Oh. I love this. He's like he's like brushing it off, and like the wall like leans in while he's doing it, which like reveals it's obviously cardboard. And he realizes that's like, and then then Julia's all like, "Another code? We don't have the answer to this one. We failed again." And he's like, "Wait, no, the code. Oh, there's there's nine boxes, and think about it, Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa's the relates to the Pythagorean triangle. Oh my God, that's the answer to the code. It's it's the Pythagorean theorem, apparently. It's and the Mona three, Lisa. Three, four, five, and he sticks these little like wooden sticks <laughs> in in three, and and they they he like they they kind of fall like like he doesn't." He can't put in the last one properly. It, it, it like you know, it, it sticks, and they couldn't bother to do a retake. It just looks so fake. How does this, yeah? How does this code system even work? Like, how does who this fucking cares? Hey, <laughs> the door unlocks, and some spears attack them. And they sort of the run. poison. Oh yeah, the poison darts shoot out of the of, of the wall. At one point, also she mentions like, why would this place have poison darts? Well, it's funny because earlier she mentions. I forgot to mention this, but Julia's like all the pictures we saw. On the um, the cloth, the shroud rather, like mm-hmm. all, it might be related to like the some puzzle here, and that's why there's a picture of a spear, John. <laughs> but they're not spears; they're poison darts. Spears are like long. Spears are like 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 the really long spears. These are darts. These are poison darts, and. That doesn't make sense in this context. Also, why is it in Afghanistan? Why is it? I don't know, John. Like <laughs> they escape, they they void their thing, and they find the treasure. Why? Dude, why? No, no. Why, why is Davinci have so why much does cash the treasure running? that was found by an Italian family? No, sorry, but John, why does Davinci have so Af- Afghanistan? <laughs> why does Davinci have so much cash money, John? Why does he have so also, much of it? Also, why, why does the Vinci know about jewels? it? Why does this Italian treasure that was helpful this Italian family and apparently taken care of by the Italian Leonardo da Vinci, why is it at, in Afghanistan? He had so much cash money. Why wouldn't it be in Afghanistan? Afghanistan, like... <laughs> it's really far I mentioned. Away, I, remember, I, I know they mentioned at some point something about the Crusades, but the Crusades didn't go all the way to Afghanistan. No. Why is it in Afghanistan? Because cash money, John. Hmm. <laughs> he needs to hide when his cash money. When they find the money. treasure, it's really anticlimactic. It's a lot of money, though. It's a bunch of gold shinies, which, okay, again, to compare to Why National Treasure. Why does Da Vinci have that? So in, in, the na- in National Treasure, they don't know what the treasure is. They just, but, they're, but, the, but the clues tell them like, it's the greatest treasure imaginable. Friendship. And so at the end, when they find, <laughs> when they find God damn it. 
when they find the treasure, it turns out to be knowledge. It's an mm-hmm. accumulation of the rill of the the knowledge of the ancient world, which makes it an awesome treasure. Like it actually lives up to all the hype. There's lots of golds and shinies and whatnot, but there's also like scrolls from the Library of Alexandria. Here. They find the treasure. It's a bunch of cash to... money that Da Vinci had. It's a bunch had. of gold. It's a bunch of gold and shiny da shit. Da Vinci was pimping, yo. He needed to hide you... his stash somewhere. What is it? it? Is it just gold? It's gold and jewels. Like, they just look at it, and it's just a couple of, like, bad CGI shots of a bunch of, like, gold. That's all, like, kind of in, like, half shadow. Da Vinci you was don't popping with his cash. You don't actually know what the treasure is. Is it's it a bunch sh- of dank it... jewels, John. It's, it's just gold? It's, it's Da Vinci's weed pile probably there, too. And also, like, why does he... Ca- like? Why does okay, Da Vinci again, have so much money? Again, the, the, the this is why National Treasure, why it pays off a National Treasure, because the nature of the treasure, being historical knowledge, is perfect for the characters who find it because they're historians who are passionate about history. Here, what is it? It's da Vinci's What's the treasure? Ca- it's Da Vinci's cash money, John. It's just a bunch of fucking gold? It's cash money. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> da Vinci does. It's his cash money. Oh. It's but dank, Da Vinci's supposed to be cash. like a brilliant inventor and a and scientist. He loves cash and he has money. the diagram of man. Why does he care about this? He loves cash money, John. And he's a painter and an pimping, inventor yo. and he created a flying machine. Why isn't the treasure the flying machine? That'd be great, actually. I wouldn't mind that. Also, Dr. Cover's there somehow. Oh, yeah, he just shows up. <laughs> he literally shows up. He like, shows he was up. in the corner the entire time waiting for them to come up. It's me. He's like, we followed you. But, like, this made sense because they were actually locked in because of the Once boulder. again, what briefly belonged to you now belongs to me. He doesn't actually say that, but that's, I mean, obviously. Mm. what. But, then again, I mean, it's National Treasure, too. Like, you know, that guy shows up. And then he proceeds least... to light a cigarette. There leaves oil everywhere. And he's like, oh boy, and, thanks for, and, thanks for and finding Michael, me the treasure, like an Michael. Idiot. Michael, like an now. idiot, says, be careful, there's oil here. You're going to blow us care. all up. It's like, no, don't bother telling him. Mm. Well, at this time, he's still trying to be nice to him for some reason, I guess. It's kind of weird. He's trying to bargain his way out. It's just like... Well, yeah, because no, gonna... Dr. Cohen throws the shroud at him. He's like, take that, it's worth a bunch of money. No, he's just like, to take it. I don't care about it. I've got this. All this dank all, cash all this tr- money from all Da Vinci. This treasure. I, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> so uh, he then he then demands Samantha kill both of them. And he plugs his ears. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, St- and Samantha walks over and he's like, I'm going to enjoy killing you, Julia. And he's about to shoot Julia. And then Michael then throws a pot lid at a trap button. Um, well, yeah, one of the little, one of the little traps, one of the little triangles, which causes the whole place to collapse. And uh, they, they basically, they then they take the shroud and they duck under the, uh, some and, debris. And this entire time, while the while the room is shaking, Coven is just still like holding his fingers <laughs> over his ears, like, huh, this is weird. <laughs> so I didn't really think, think a gun, I didn't really too. think a gunshot would like cause the room to shake, but okay. Uh. So yeah, and then he re- then Michael realizes the oil is like light- lit up now, and then that- that's when uh Coven realizes the place is gonna blow up. He's like, "Oh shit!" and he blows up. 
and then so Julia, so 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 the so and then fire is very and then and then and then Julia and and Michael, Michael then wake up Ju- in a Julia crater. Julia grabs the shroud. Wait, 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 wait. Julia grabs the shroud, throws it over herself and Michael, As and an then act of boom, God. and then they all died. <laughs> they all wake up in a crater of the original tomb. Oh God! Just underneath the shroud, presumably, I guess God saved them or whatever. So Julia Jesus. and Michael emerge from underneath the shroud, and they're in a big fine. crater. They're fine. They're in a giant CGI crater, <laughs> and they're fine. The shroud of Turin saved them. Presumably, maybe they don't really. The movie ends. No, that's 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 <laughs> the and, end and then, of the film. The end. Not even like a three months later. It's, they're in the middle of Afghanistan. Ends. They're stranded in the middle of the Afghanistan desert. I mean, that, that American car is probably still there, I guess. Oh, maybe. Maybe it's still Rooks. But uh, they've got a bunch of nice, dank treasure still there. They can. T- no, they it's just... all gone. It's no, all it's destroyed. Not, they see a bunch of golden vases right behind them. But now it's been exposed to the air, which means it's going to decay rapidly. So it's going to be worthless. What's the because that's how... That's how it. That's how it works. If you, if you take gold out of like Jewel, something, you expose it to jewels, air. Though, if you, if you take jewels and expose it, it's 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 all ruined. It's all Ooh. gone. There's no treasure left. They're just standing, like you know, wrapped in this like shroud together, uh, in the middle of this giant CGI crater, and they just sort of like kind of give each other a weak hug he doesn't even kiss her no although maybe that's a good although you know what actually that's a good thing yeah, it's fine. actually but it's such a it's just an awkward moment and that's it that's the end of the movie let's take a moment to mourn all of da vinci's pimp and cash money that he lost oh god bless apparently so because you know that apparently it's a will of god to let them live I, I went to Afghanistan and all I got was this stupid holy shroud. <laughs> that that I stole from a different location in Italy. I already stole it. I can't even sell it. It's pretty much useless. Okay. So, so John, do you recommend this film? Wait, wait, wait. Before that, do you want to mention the helicopter thing at the end of the, at the end credits? The the thing you mentioned earlier. Do you want to actually explain what that was? Yes, I can probably look it up. But, uh, well, I, I got here. I got it oh, written go down. Ahead. So, I mean, every Asylum film, if you go to all the way to the credits, they have, like, their dumb little parody disclaimer where they're like, you know, no vampires were hurt during the make of this film, huh? except for that one. Ha, ha, ha. We're so clever. Um, or, and, they, and they're themed to, like, each of different movies. This one says, no helicopters were hurt during the production of the screenplay. It was a model, so calm down. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, David. It was no helic. Okay, helicopters can't feel anything. <laughs> How dare you, John? But How also, it was a model. The implication there is it's not a real helicopter that was blown up. It was a model that was blown up. It wasn't blown up. It was CGI. Hmm. The the explosion wasn't a real explosion. That would have looked kind of cool. They didn't even bother blowing up a model helicopter. So adding, it was a model, so calm down, doesn't even make Guys, s- calm down. It was a model, so calm down. We didn't blow up an actual helicopter. We blew up a model helicopter. No, you didn't even blow up a model helicopter. You added a cheesy explosion effect on top of it. So so even, even as a joke, it doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> it's a mess. All right. This movie so is do, a you, glorious do you, rec- do you recommend mess. this film? I might. I think I do actually. too. It's, it's, pretty, it's, it's like a fun a, Garbo film. It's a glorious mess. It's a like the protagonist is just infuriating as hell, which is why it's fun to see that he gets nothing in the end. Like he lives, but that's it. He doesn't get anything out of it. Um, he ends the movie as pathetic and whiny as he starts it. Um, he like, and then there's just so many weird decisions that were made in this movie. Like most of, most of them come out of laziness, but there's an extra thing in this movie where it's like, it goes beyond lazy where it's like, no, this actually didn't make sense. And I like that. So I came across a, a, a beautiful review on IMDb. Oh, <laughs> I will. Wanna, I would. I want to read to you. Okay. So, not so. Okay. If you're an American or British fan used to films from those countries, films of this style will not suit you. This Wait, is what? typical of the French dark dramatic action films. What? <laughs> Sorry. Decent acting, gripping suspense all the way through. Contrary to what was noted in the other review, quite a bit of filming was done in Italy. Yet another insight no, to it, the no, Da Vinci. No, it was all stock footage. What do you, do you think, Balboa <laughs> Park was Italy? <laughs> yet another insight to the mind of Da Vinci. The story keeps uh, you on the wait, edge. Wait, wait, Some wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Did he think this was like a documentary about like... About Da Vinci artifacts. <laughs> yes, John. Um, some intriguing plot twists are worth the price of rental or purchase. The acting oh, does not stack shit up for the overpaid, movie. overpriced Hollywood fare, but it's not supposed to. If you liked District Thirteen, no, it is supposed to because it's a ripoff of National Treasure. Yeah, if you liked District Thirteen. Kiss of the Dragon or what's, Brotherhood what, of the Wolf, this is right up your alley. What's District 13? <laughs> what's Kiss of the Dragon? You know District 13. No, I don't. I know District 9. Mm, what is District 13? What is District 13? <laughs> it's a bunch of... Uh, is District 13 the ripoff of District 9? It could be. No, it isn't. It's a uh, French film, though. Oh, okay. What's it about? I don't know. Who cares? Okay. It doesn't matter. This... Wouldn't, wouldn't also, I mean, is, is District 13 the French name? Wouldn't it be like, you know, Léa Desmond 13? Well, he says, yeah, he says District 13 in U.S. Is that actually what he says? He does give the French names to each film. Oh, okay. Le District. Oh, man. I, I, at least that guy really enjoyed this film. So I, You know, you know I, I kind of enjoyed this movie, too. I, yeah. I, I, I will say. I This was de- easily the funnest thing I've I've watched for a long time. This film for is this definitely podcast. typical of the French dark dramatic action films. Um, I'll have to take his word on it because I don't think I've seen that many French dark dramatic action films. Is that a genre also? Dark Maybe. dramatic action films? Dark dramatic films? action films? Not to be confused with dark action films and not to be confused with dark dramatic films, but dark dramatic action films. It's a very <laughs> specific French genre. Don't screw it up. Don't don't mistake it for something else. Oh man. Boy, this film is fun. What would this like? What a Les fun. Vinci, Les, de, Les Treasures de Da Vinci. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, any closing remarks about this film? Um, what do you enjoy I, about this film? 
I, I enjoyed a lot about this film and just the fact that like there's some batshit insane decisions they made. I love the fact that the guy thought that there were a, there was actual footage from Italy in this movie. Mm. Maybe he maybe he saw the car chase footage or the Balboa Park, and maybe he thought that was Italy, or maybe he thought the Balboa Park was Italy. It's possible, though. I think there was an Italian, like, uh, like what, like camera crew that was in the credits. Really? Yes. Wait, 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 hold on. Is that just was that just the stock footage? It could have been. It prob- that's probably all it was. They probably just had to give credit to the creators of the stock footage because that mm. was Italy in the stock footage. Um, yeah, I think that's they did everything. not. They did not. If when you go for the filming locations, like literally the filming locations that are listed in the credits, none of those are in Italy. It's all places in Southern California. Hmm. Yeah, this film was a treat to watch, though, I think. I did. I really enjoyed this. I really enjoyed um, this. And it was fun, it was it's, fun it's to It's a relief discover. from all the slog we watched the past, like, five films, too. It was fun to discover that this wasn't at all based on a Da Vinci Code. It was actually based off National Treasure. That was really fun to discover. And I, I, I'm just still amazed that they couldn't, like, they did a ripoff of Da Vinci Code, and they couldn't even be bothered to look up what the story of the Da Vinci Code was. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because it has nothing to do with treasure. It has to do with the girl being the descendant of Jesus, being the yeah. last descendant of Jesus Christ. That's Man, the big reveal. Can, can, the can you imagine the reveal of this film was G- uh, Da Vinci was Jesus the entire time? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I like this one. I really enjoyed mm, this one. Had some lovely uh, visual effects, I thought. And some beautiful acting. And some lovely decors. Well, it had acting, and it had effects, and it had decor, so... <laughs> that yeah. restaurant sign, man. That that cheap-ass restaurant sign. I gotta give props to mm, the prop guy. Agreed, agreed. Oh, boy. And who, boy, get ready for next next, uh, next week, because we're watching 666, The Child. Uh, So what would this be based off of? Uh, I I think it's the Omen, presumably. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. A jet airliner plummets from the sky and into the earth. From the burning embers rises one lonely survivor, a small boy. The childless couple that adopts him will soon discover he is no helpless child, but rather something very powerful, something very dark. This boy is the Beast, and with him he carries the beginning of the end. Cool. Get ready for that next week. Okay. Uh, yeah. So did the parents? So did the parent? While while the plane was crashing, did the parents make a pact with the devil to keep their child alive? No, I'm just assuming they 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 walk up to the plane crash and this is the boy chilling there and they're like, let's take that baby. Yeah. We'll find out. Oh. Well, here's a kid. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, this is a fun one. Uh, yes. Yeah, I recommend this one. Hmm. Uh, something I recommend you also do is write in to enter the asylum podcast at gmail.com enter the asylum podcast at gmail.com yeah do it guys what what are you waiting for just do it i don't know why you guys are waiting so long to do it just just write something in i don't care what it is just give me your fan your asylum fan fiction <laughs> i don't care what like, do like, like what like Lay Scott slash <laughs> or something? Yes, well, I love that, but I was sort of thinking like Sharknado 
Actually, I I would appreciate a Lascott um, horror fic where he 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 gets <laughs> where bad things happen to him. Let's say. No, let's get David Michael at X uh, Lascott. What's the ship uh, name for that? Um, David Lat. Let's see. David Scott. David Scott. Scott Lat. Scott. Scott. I Scott Lat. I like Scott Lat actually. What about uh, uh Rimwadi? Uh, what Ooh. about? What about him? We we we've sort of ignored him, but he's the other major producer and creator he? of the asylum. Yeah, David Ramadi. You know, he's. I'm sure he's important. What do you do anyway? Rimwat. <laughs> I'm down for it. Um, yeah. So I think that's a podcast. That is a podcast. Goodbye, everybody. Night. Even the birds you